Hey friend, and welcome to the Hair Goals Podcast. The Hair Goals Podcast is brought to you by Salt Society, a hair and business community serving the beauty industry with salon business coaching, hair education, and personal development mentoring. The Hair Goals Podcast is your weekly dose of powerful education from coaches on our team, industry leaders, and stylists just like you. So let's reach those goals together because your success is ours. Hi friends, and welcome back to the Hair Goals Podcast. Today is something super exciting. Uh, My name is Jamie C, and I am the salon owner of Salt Hair, CEO and founder of Salt Society Hair Education Company, which you are listening to on this podcast. And today what we're talking about is the mindset of a salon owner. Now, these are some very, very important tools that you're going to take with you. And even if you're not a salon owner, maybe you're a suite owner, maybe you are a renter and you have an assistant, and maybe you just want some insight on salon ownership in general. Now, this is the perfect place for you. And I'm going to be sharing some of not only my struggles around being a salon owner and what other salon owners have faced and what we've really done in the development of our salon mentorship program to help salon owners, aspiring salon owners, current salon owners, on how to be the best leaders they can be. Now, what is a leader? A leader is somebody who leads a team, right? Is a team player, is all in it for every team uh, player to really get in to win, right? We're all in for the same goal. And it's important that a leader leads with facts and not emotions. So this is especially true when you are going into sit-down conversations, into team um, uh, environment where you are getting a team together and you're discussing things to lead with facts and not emotions. Now, that does not mean that you cannot use any emotions at all. And I will talk later about why that's so important and how to use your emotions effectively, but to really think about this factually. And we're emotional creatures, right? We have feelings and it's important that when you are using your feelings, it's not because you're using your feelings to make decisions. And That is something that I've had to learn and to navigate through. And a lot of people who open salons are creatives. They are not going in to say, hey, I'm going to create this business plan. I'm going to go in with this business structure and I'm going to um, make this revenue back. I'm going to be hiring X, blah, blah, blah. And the majority of what I see these days is creatives opening up these businesses, not really knowing their numbers, not really knowing how to be a leader, not knowing how to run a team and really trying to navigate their way through it. And I've learned from experience and now have a whole new aspect on how to run my business, how to lead as the leader and managing effectively and really being the person that can make quick action, quick choices. Now, something that you may see um, that is happening either with your current life or someone that you're working for is that they have control over everything. They need control over their business. And this kind of turns into micromanaging, um, having to kind of do everything themselves because they can't let anyone do anything because they would rather do it themselves. And that is lack of control. And I want to kind of dive into why that happens because 
there's, it's a twofold thing, but I'm only going to dive into one aspect today because it's imperative that we understand where this control comes from. Now, when we have control of something, we feel safety. And as a mindset coach, I've talked a lot about how safety correlates to the subconscious mind. The subconscious mind is, for those of you who are unfamiliar with this, the subconscious mind is your supercomputer that is held below your conscious thoughts. And that is essentially 95% of your life. But its main goal is to keep you safe. So you don't have to relearn um, old, you know, how to drink water, how to go onto your computer, how to put your glasses on your face, how to go to the bathroom, how to take a shower. You don't have to relearn basic tasks. It's all memorized as patterns and thought processes in your supercomputer. Now, if your subconscious mind is really responsible for keeping you feeling safe all the time, control is a very important thing for most people. It's kind of a reactionary thing to feeling safety. Now, if you lose control, you feel unsafe. And when you feel unsafe, you feel um, all of this resistance, anxiety, panic starts to happen. And that is simply the alarms going off in your subconscious mind. So it's important to rewire the subconscious mind in terms of, I feel safe around um, like letting other people handle other parts of my business. And that is a whole nother episode in itself, but essentially kind of letting your subconscious mind know that you are safe in giving up control in specific areas of your business so you don't end up micromanaging. So micromanaging looks a lot like I have a salon manager or I have this employee and I'm constantly making sure they're doing everything correctly. Now that doesn't feel good on the opposite end for that person. It doesn't feel like that person um, feels trusted, right? And when someone feels trusted, they're a part of a bigger purpose and, and mission, they feel ownership and leadership. And that is very, very important for somebody to feel. Uh, if they don't feel that, they feel resentment and almost inadequacy around their position. So Micromanaging is almost an after effect of the control and that control really, really dives a lot deeper into why do you need control? And oftentimes it's because when I feel out of control, I feel unsafe and rewiring that so you can feel more calm and secure and, um, I would say calm, secure, and, more purposeful in your placement as a leader. Now, leaders, like I said before, lead with facts, not with emotions. So when someone is sitting down with you, be an active listener. Really, really lean into what they're saying, hear what they're saying, and here's the thing. I'm gonna talk about emotions again because emotions can um, can be very effective in the next thing that I'm gonna talk about, which is mirror, mirroring and deflect. So if someone comes in, you're a salon owner, an employee comes in, management comes in, and they're upset about something, right? And you're telling them just, it's okay, calm down, relax. You are going to have an adverse reaction. They're not going to feel heard. When you tell someone who's really upset about something to calm down, it most likely does not calm them down. Now, here is the most important thing. You want to empathize with them. So you want to mirror that emotion. So I'm going to give you an example. 
Now, you're going to mirror that emotion and then you are going to deflect into a solution. So here, someone walks up and they say, I'm so angry about X, Y, and Z. And you're gonna say, oh my gosh, I can't believe that happened to you. Okay, so what is the next thing that we can do? How can we move and direct this into a solution? Let's try this and this and this. How does that feel? So see how I went from angry to kind of transitioning into calm. Here, I'm, I hear you, I'm empathizing, I'm matching your aggression or your anger, and I'm hearing you, I feel your pain, and then I'm going to bring you into safety. That's what that is. I feel you, now comes, come to a safe place with me. A- another thing that is really, really important is quick, decisive decisions, time frames, and keeping your promises. That is so, so important. Impre- I mean, I cannot stress it enough how important it is for a team to know that you are decisive, that you are making choices on behalf of this this company, that you are there, that you are really active and engaged in the larger decisions within the company. Now, decisiveness comes from leadership. That really, leadership is not something that everyone is born with, but it absolutely can be taught and practiced. So being decisive makes your team feel safe. Again, what does, what do we all need at the end of the day? What's the common thing that you keep hearing from me? Safety, safety. When someone feels safe, it means that they can voice their opinions, that they can tell you how they feel. They can, um, feel safe in leading, safe in taking action and knowing that you are a safe place for them. Now, keeping promises is another really important thing to remember when you are a salon owner or someone who is responsible for an employee or an assistant. So keeping promises is, um, you know, you don't want to let somebody down. That is the most important thing. And if there is a delay in progress, be really open about that. Now, one thing that I really learned um, as a salon owner that um, when I was going through a really, really hard time after I had my second daughter, I was dealing with a debilitating postpartum depression, but I felt like I had to always be that safe place for them, that I had to be the strong one, that if they knew any insight on how I was feeling, that they wouldn't feel safe anymore. But in actuality, when someone knows you, they know you're suffering, whether you put on a mask or not. And when they feel like you can't be honest with them, it also makes them feel unsafe. And that is something that I learned and my team did discuss that with me, that if you're having a hard time, be honest with us. Because if we're having a hard time, we want to be honest with you. And if you can't be honest with us, it makes us feel like we can't be honest if we're having a hard time. So you have to be setting the example, the standard of expectation, right? If someone's struggling, don't you want to know? And now I know that. And now if I am going through a hard time, I'm very open and honest about it. And there's so much more leveling and understanding and love and joy when you can just be 100% open and honest with your team that you can hope for um, that type of response in return 
it's it's a beautiful thing. So to kind of recap, the mindset of a salon owner is kind of letting go of that control because it really turns into a lot of um, kind of it, that control is really the key point of why do you feel like you need so much control? Where is that stemming from? What are the feelings coming up for you when you don't have control? And where in your life did you experience that before? Um, it really turns into micromanaging and lack of boundaries and guilt. So being able to control that part and really rewire that subconscious mind to be a leader is one of the biggest gifts that you can give yourself. And a leader is a team player. It's someone that is making decisive choices, keeping promises, really mirror and deflecting when it comes to um, kind of having those deeper conversations, leading with facts and not emotions. And then also it's delegating effectively. Delegating effectively is the most underlooked and not talked about much when it comes to salon ownerships. A lot of salon ownership um, situations, the biggest things that we hear in the company is, I just have a hard time like telling somebody what to do. And here's the thing. When you have a mission and a brand that you love and believe in, and you have a team that matches that culture, matches those missions, matches what you believe in, that person wants to win just as much as you do. And when you allow them this space to really reach it with the rest of the team and with you, there is such a sense of accomplishment and pride and leadership that happens when you let your team lead. Now, I really hope that you found this content helpful uh, in today's uh, blog post that just launched, uh, we talk about how to find your salon's perfect space, how to really know where to open your salon. And in other blog posts, we also have a lot of things on how to manage your team effectively. We have blog posts on how to motivate your team, um, what things to keep in mind when you're opening a salon. And then we also have our salon mentorship program, which is a five-week course led by our marketing manager, Sarah, and our business manager, Ashley. And they are beyond geniuses in this area. They are going to help you become the best version of yourself, whether you are looking to open a salon, whether you are already owning a salon and want to kind of revamp and restructure that salon and really become the best version of yourself as a leader. Uh, They are going to empower you with the tools to do so. Uh, This was such a pleasure to walk you through the mindset of a salon owner and I want to end on this one last thing is that if you felt any of these things to your core and that it resonates with you, be patient with your process. And also the biggest thing that I can tell you is you do the best you can with the tools that you have. And when you're given new tools, you do better. And so when you have tools that no longer serve you to kind of forgive yourself if you weren't able to show up the way you wanted to if there was old traumas that were holding you back or if you weren't able to be the best leader you could at that time to forgive yourself and move forward that is the most important thing you can because being a human means being vulnerable and admitting that you can do better and taking accountability 
and life is just growth. So I encourage you to be the best version of yourself, to show up as the leader that you were meant to be and to have fun and to empower and to love your team and to love yourself just as much. All right, this is Jamie C at Pretty Little Ombre and I'll see you guys next time. Oh, 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 oh,